I just want to do God's will. The kind of revolution that the world needs is a Christian revolution. If you want a miracle, you've got to expect it to happen. You are the recipients of God's grace and God's blessings, and you rejoice in that reality. Welcome to Life Today Live. I have a special guest for you today. There is a film out. You know uh, the Robertson family, Duck Dynasty, right? Uh, Duck Commander, all the Robertsons. Many of them been on Life Today, and we, we, we just love them all. Well, there's a movie portraying the the difficult years, <laughs> the hard years uh, of Phil and Kate Robertson. It is called The Blind. Uh, there's your website right there, theblindmovie.com. And today we're going to talk to some Robertsons, show you the trailer, and introduce you to this thing because it opens today. It's in theaters tonight. Like right now, you watch this interview, go get your tickets, see it tonight, see it this weekend, see it next week. But let's do this, by the way. When you, when you want to support films like this, you really want to do it in the first week uh, because they look at the box office, and if it does well, they put it into more theaters. And the more people that see this movie, the more people will be pointed to Jesus, and that's what I love about this. So with that, I uh, appreciate you guys being here. And now Willie and Corey Robertson, uh, not just incidental characters in the film, because Willie was young, uh, but uh, producers on the film. People work very hard with me. Willie and Corey, welcome to Life Today Live. Great to see you. It's good to be here. Thanks for having us. So what, what's it been like watching this film version? I'm assuming by now you've seen a final, or have you seen a final cut yet? We have. We actually did a screening with the whole family and like about 200 of our friends that have been integral to the story. And it was powerful to say yeah. the least a little bit intimidating to show you know because it's something that we've been working on for the last year and a half i guess but to show to the whole family was a little intimidating um but really powerful and um exciting yep so how much of this willie do you do you remember or know versus things you're learning maybe for the first time actually there's nothing in the film that i remember um it shows me in the film as a two-year-old, which is played by my grandson, uh, John Shepard, uh, which was kind of cool. But yeah, I don't really remember. Obviously, I've heard the stories my whole life, but sure. uh, all the things that happened. Um, yeah, it's right after if we if we shot the movie the next year, I'd probably start remembering some of the yeah. some of the things. So most of my memories are actually good memories. Uh, okay. You know, it was always good. You know, mom and dad together, uh, dad's life changed uh you could kind of feel and sense that that they'd come out of something uh just yeah. as a child i can remember that um but no thankfully for me uh i miss most of that uh, now alan jace alan jace do have the memories because okay. they were older at the time so they do and we interviewed them you know in, in writing the film and there's a there's a piece where alan jace go with with Sa to seed hill and that's kind of a memory that's really burned in Jace's memory. And he told us about that moment and we put it in the film. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. uh, I hope your grandson gets his uh, SAG card. So, <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he's unemployed right he's now. On strike. <laughs> he's on strike. <laughs> he's, oh, that's funny. That's funny. Um, was there any thing that, I mean, how, how hard? Because, I mean, this has got to be a, a bit of a disconnect maybe for you since you don't have those memories. Um, what, what was it? Was it weird seeing those things or have you just heard the stories by now that it was just kind of seeing them come alive? Yeah, it was, um, I wouldn't say it was weird. It was more, um, 
it just made it real. You know, yeah. you, I think you kind of, over the years you, we, and they've told their story a bunch and right. we've told their story a bunch. And I like, I speak all over and a lot. And most of the time I'll reference that story, especially when I'm talking about sharing the gospel um, and just talking about that life change. And uh, just to think that had, had that not happened, had dad not come to the Lord, their marriage would have been over. My life would be completely different. Uh, probably wouldn't have met Corey. Uh, we met at church camp. And so uh, a new a new thing for us kids to go to a church camp and even church. And so, um, so yeah, just, I mean, knowing that that was, you know, could have went either way is, is and I just think about all the things that have happened since. Uh, the exposure of the gospel, our kids, everything we've done, the podcast, uh, the TV show, Duck Dynasty, uh, none of that would have happened. There wouldn't have been a Duck Commander. There wouldn't have been a company. You know, Dad wouldn't have ever gotten that that going. So, um, but yeah, just watching it is, it just makes that so real. And I'm like, wow. And I almost look at them not as my parents. I just look at them as a couple struggling, as a man struggling, you know, as a as a wife having to figure out how to navigate life with, you know, with living with someone like that, having to forgive and all that. So I was more watching it like that um, uh, uh, was, was tough. Does it make you think about legacy more with your own life? <laughs> oh, for sure. You know, I think, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm in my fifties now, so I think I'm naturally thinking about that anyway. Um, uh, but yeah, you know, just thinking about what really matters and, um, you know, especially the next generations and teaching them and, and all that, and, you know, accomplishing things that are, uh, that are good, but also the core of who they are and, and making sure that they don't have stories like that. You know, my testimony, I used to think, wow, dad's got this awesome testimony and mine's kind of boring. <laughs> I didn't, I don't have all these great stories, but then I'm like, thank the Lord. I don't, you know, that, that he ran that so close, you know, uh, to the edge of, of losing his soul, you know? Um, and so it's, you know, and, and trying that for our children and now our grandchildren is, is tr trying to teach them through stories like this to say, Hey, you don't have to, you know, be careful, be cautious about who you hang out with, be cautious about your faith and what it is that, mm -hmm. that, you know, and practice in your marriage and all these things. Yeah. We had a, we had a couple of nights, um, prayer nights for this film, like during the process of making it. And so we brought all the family together, kids, grandkids, you know, and all that, and actually showed little clips as we were editing them. And, um, we prayed and worshiped together. And after we showed one of the clips, I'll never forget, like there was not a dry eye. Phil was crying who yeah. you never see cry, you know, Phil's crying, Kay's crying. And, the, the grandkids and it was just a really powerful moment for our family and you know to be able to say like oh this is a testimony of your grandparents mm -hmm. and um but more than their story it's god's story and how when he came into when jesus mm -hmm. came into their life everything changed and mm -hmm. so yeah that legacy is really important to us to pass on to our kids and we you know we hope people come see it and it changes legacies it changes families forever you know this is the point where they say oh my legacy is going to change because i saw the testimony of phil and k robertson yeah yeah you know my dad's got one of those crazy testimonies too and you think oh wow you know the cool story thank god we don't have to tell mm -hmm. that awful of a story i mean that's the beauty of what they did is that you and i we, we haven't had to live that hard life. So it's it's an All interesting right. thing. I have a question for you, Corey. Uh, I, without giving away too much of the film, I think people that are familiar with the story will know this, but I mean, Miss Kay had every reason in the world 
respectfully, Phil. I mean, Absolutely. if she, she, what she did in staying true to her, you know, to him and, and to God, I mean, what does, what do you, what's been the reaction of women that have seen this? Because, I mean, the, the obvious thing is you need to get away from this guy. It's a toxic relationship, yeah. you know, right down the line. I'm curious how women mm -hmm. have responded to it. Yeah. Well, and, and there was a point where she was a single mom, you know, there was a point where she had to think, and I, she, as she tells the story, she remembers feeling like she might never see Phil again because he had kicked her out of the house. She moved to West Monroe where we live now. And there was this moment where she didn't know, you know, the rest of their story and what that was going to look like. Um, and then, you know, Phil comes back and she's like, you need to go see, you need to go meet somebody, you know, you're going to need to go talk, hear about Jesus and um, their life forever changes. But Kay, in that moment, the power of her forgiveness right. and true forgiveness and how difficult that had to have been for her to like learn to trust him again. And, um, you know, I always say two things had to happen. He had to truly repent. And she had to truly forgive and both of those things happen and they can only happen through the miracle of and the grace of Jesus, because otherwise, you know, why, right. why, how can you do that? And so that was really powerful for me as a young wife and mom to, to learn from Miss Kay and see that. And so in our marriage, you know, when tough times came and tough times are going to come in your marriage, you know, but to understand that forgiveness and what true forgiveness really looks like. And I saw that in her that's you know been impactful in our marriage and i hope in, in people who see the film mm. as well yeah all right i have to ask a couple of movie related questions uh <laughs> how hard was it to get this film made was it a pretty smooth process i would think you had it was pretty tough. good <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was tough it was uh <laughs> tough um because we did uh we did it ourselves and so it was that made it tougher you know mm -hmm. because we haven't done this and especially Corey. she Corey did the the bulk of the work you know uh, especially from from this couple uh, mm -hmm. uh we both couldn't be out there as much as uh as, as she was for sure and uh, uh but yeah it's hard it's it's tough you know getting it right making it right and so she spent a lot of time out there just getting the story uh right it's a uh one of the, it, it's so we didn't want it to be so dark and so heavy even though that time is, mm. but we just were struggling with that light. You know, we, we wanted this palatable for, you know, for families to watch because families are used to watching our family, you know, with that dynasty. And, and that's such a different show. You're talking about the after effects of, yeah. um, you know, Christianity and family and togetherness and, and all this. And so, but going back that, that was the tricky part was how do you show this, you know, and it not be, um, very rated R because right. Phil's life was for sure. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. How do you tell a true story that's real and raw and, but really let the redemption shine through. And I think, I think we accomplished that. It was definitely a hard process and from start to finish. And, you know, you realize we did an unscripted show, you know, so it's like we're, you know, there's a lot of ad-libbing and we kind of do things on the fly and all this, but when you have a script, like you got to get that script right. Yeah. And we actually came back and did three days of reshoots that radically transformed the film. And we're so thankful that we got to do that because we, you know, gave, saw our first edit and we're like, okay, it's not it. And we're like, this is our family story. We have to do it right. Mm -hmm. So we came back in and did three days of reshoots and, um, and it just, powerfully transformed it and we're really really proud of, of how it turned out so what's, what's your favorite part of the filmmaking process Corey? since you were involved 
it, you know what? I love a team. I love a team coming together. It's so fun to see each person that's like really good and gifted at what they do and, and do it. And, you know, we had just incredible set designers and costumers and director of photography was amazing. And, you know, they love what they do. They work so hard at it. I mean, the amount of hours that goes into putting a film each week, it'd start, you know, we'd be done at maybe nine o'clock or whatever the first of the week. By the end, we're done at three in the morning, you know, mm -hmm. and people just really, you know, give their gifts and talents to making something turn out really beautiful. So, and it's a, fun. it's a time piece. So it's, it's set in the, some of it's in the uh, 50s, mm -hmm. 60s predominantly mm -hmm. and 70s. So it's early 70s. So it's really cool to see, you know, you felt like you were there. Yeah. Y'all did such a good job at, you know, making it feel like it was 1966 you know i mean it was it was really neat to to see that part of it and so and i think that'll be cool for people i, I like where you see a movie where it's really authentic and it feels like that and uh we filmed it over there actually where phil is from which is north of shreveport and uh a lot of the stuff looks yeah kind of old time. Same. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, yeah. like stuck in time yeah. anyway <laughs> Uh, I'm excited. It looks great. The trailer looks great. I haven't seen the film yet, but I'm looking forward to it like everybody else is. Appreciate you guys sitting down and talking for a few minutes. Awesome. Enjoy. Thanks so much. In just a moment, Miss Kay Robertson will be with us. But first, I want you to see the trailer. You'll understand what we're talking about. What a beautiful story, a beautiful film. This is The Blind. I hear these rare stories. How the impossible happened. Miss Kay Caraway. I feel. Well, I promise to love and be with you forever. This is one of those stories. You can do just about anything you set your mind to, Phil Robertson. Help me. But it's the drink. He becomes the devil, son. You know that ain't your brother. I ain't bringing a preacher man around here. I heard you might be needing one. We're fine. I don't think we are, fine. I ain't the problem. You're the problem. Get out. It's At some point in our lives, we are all going to feel desperately alone. And we realize that. Must be one of Kay's friends. I know Phil ain't got no good-looking friends. It's my sister. <laughs> well, no, I was just being friendly. Why don't you be friendly in that direction over there? Yeah, okay. Well, you'll want to go see this. Again, it's in theaters uh, right now, starting today. It's called The Blind. You go to theblindmovie.com, find out more information. You need to look up theater information, that kind of thing. You can do that there and if it's not in your town yet you you can rattle some uh theater people and say hey can we get this movie here because uh, this is one that will bless people and and well done so entertaining from a you know cinematic standpoint 
but most importantly, life-changing from a message standpoint. So, the blind. Uh, and now, one of the stars, is that not the right word? <laughs> one, of the, one of the subjects of the film, Miss Kay Robertson, is with me. Miss Kay, thank you for being with me on Life Today Live. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. So, this has got to be a very interesting thing for for you, especially now that the movie's complete. And I know it's been a long labor of love for you guys, but when you when you sit down and you watch this film uh, and you see so much of your life portrayed, what what goes through your head? I cried all the way through it. Did you? I bet. I really did. Mm-hmm. I really did. And Phil won't tell you, but he had tears in his eyes too. He would never tell you that, but he did. But it was just, I mean, and I thought the actress that portrayed me, well, of course, there was more than one, Mm -hmm. but especially the older one just looked so much like me. It was like looking at myself. (laughs) And that was weird. Yeah, Well, yeah, there is the aspect, even though you've been on television for years, the aspect of uh, someone else portraying you being a little different. But what about laying out, um, you know, a very personal story on film for everyone to see. What was what was that like? Well, you know, we've done it now for years about telling our story. And I think by every year, every year, we just got bolder and mm-hmm. told more things, more secrets, more things. And what you really will realize is things that maybe you've hidden because you're embarrassed about. Mm-hmm. When you finally tell them, it just releases something in you and it feels good. It really does. So once we do that, I just feel better. Phil had a much harder time. Of course, he was he was the worst guy of the movie. <laughs> I told him he was the bad boy. Yeah, he's the bad villain. boy. You yeah, know, no doubt. And I told him, I said, but Phil, the whole redemption thing has to do with showing all your bad to get to your good. And I know it's embarrassing, but it you know if you want to help people, you just got to lay it out. All of it. Yeah, and and y'all do. And, and they it, really respect us for that, for doing that. Uh, and, and, and Absolutely. And I was going to say, we, that's the what authenticity is what reaches people and impacts people. And, and you guys have been real for years now. Um, but I think there is something it's a little, it's a little different. I mean, it, it's one thing to be on television or in person and tell your story, but the portrayal of it, that, that telling of a story. So much of scripture is story. Um I, I I don't know. Did the story aspect of it ever kind of stand out to you as, as having its own kind of uniqueness? Yes, I think so. Yeah. When you get back and look at it, you know, after I've lived through it, sometimes I can't believe I did the things I did or stayed as long as I stayed or maybe put up with what I put up with. Yeah. There were many things that w- when you look back, you think, oh, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> and and know, at 75 years old right now, I would think, I can't do that. Yeah. Well, and, and, okay, and that brings up a great point because I think there will be, I wouldn't be surprised uh, if, you know, someone just doesn't get the film at all and they and they say, yeah, you know, a woman in her situation should should never have stayed, you know, but... Why do you, I mean, I know you, you cover it in the film and you've talked about it personally, but still, sometimes you, I, like you say, you look at it and go, how, 
how do you stay? Not just why do you stay, but how do you have the fortitude to stay? I mean, you credit God. I mean, it was you've heard my story. Yeah. You know that as a little girl, I stayed with my grandmother because my mom and dad run that ran a grocery store and really worked most all their life. Mm. And I stayed more with my grandmother than at my home. And uh, I just was continually listening to her advice mm. from the time I was a toddler till I got to be teenager. And she told me so many things. And I think a lot of the things she told me and the way she did it and the way her life was and how kind and sweet and good she was, I mean, some things really hit home, and I, I really followed her advice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm, For real. I, I think I know the answer, but I, I'd like to hear your response. But, I mean, worth it? Worth the pain? Yes. What, what, is, what is the pain? Of course what, it is now. <laughs> Look at all my, all my good children and, and grandchildren yeah. and great-grandchildren. Yeah. I mean, I went to a thing this weekend. You know, it was Sadie's event. Oh, my goodness, Liv Original, that's my granddaughter, Sadie Robertson. Mm -hmm. I couldn't believe that girl did what she did. And I, I think that's my family. That's my family out there, and she's doing all that. How yeah. can she do it? I had her uh, brother, Little Will, singing solos. I had my niece um, out there singing, being the leader of the choir. I don't know. It was just so much that I thought, I'm glad I stayed. Yeah. And All that, this would be happening today if I had have not stayed. And, and that that's a mind blowing thing if you if you think about it now. And I think that's the beauty of of getting uh, well listening to God's perspective because He can see the long term, whereas we we can't. But you mentioned your grandkids, and you guys have great grandkids too, right? Um, right. Some of them have were young enough that may they may not have heard all the stories, <laughs> you know. Uh, have you gotten any interesting reactions from the younger ones in your family that might be hearing this you for know, the first time? They uh, they know it, but I tell you, I think the the they handle the story so beautifully in every way. In that, um, uh, you know, through through it, we talk about the the Phil the drinking and you know he he also committed adultery mm -hmm. he also fought a lot i know i didn't emphasize that but you wouldn't have wanted to know phil when he was a bad boy because he might just sock you knock you out because mm -hmm. he was a fighter and nobody thinks about that now but i thought what a characteristic he had you know for doing that but so many ways he was that way when he was on you might say under the influence but i tell you when he wasn't a christian he wasn't not a likable person i think you would like phil mm. but you wouldn't like him as much as you like him now <laughs> but he always told funny stories he always was telling things about his hunting and fishing and things that happened yeah he got in trouble with the game wardens and all that and told about how he ran five miles to get away from him one time. And now he's, of course, he he would never break the law like he did back when he was a teenager. But, you know, at that point in his life, he just didn't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I won't tell any stories on people I know having to do with, <laughs> with 
certain certain laws that would anyway uh so it as people are going to the theaters now uh they have the opportunity to actually get out and see it uh and i know you've been asked this question a million times but uh, what do you what do you want people to walk away with i mean what what's kind of your hope for the film when you get right down to it because there's a lot of work a lot of well, pain i lot hope that people that don't have faith will have faith mm. I think that people that don't recognize Jesus really works, that God does, that they will see he does. And uh, I want to see, I want him to see that, I mean, like I say, Phil was a bad person, but he was lost. He didn't know God. And that's what led him to the actions that he did. And then for me, I was really blessed on my upbringing that a lot of people and the Bible tells you about the older women training the younger women. And in my case, that was as true as anything I've ever mm. known because I really heard so much good stuff with my grandmother in a swing outside the house <laughs> and watching the cars go by where you waved at everybody, whether you knew them or not, <laughs> you waved at them because that's what we did. I think the South just may be friendly, but we did that. And she just told me life stories and life things. And over and over, And when I told her I was going to get married and live happily every hour, every you know minute, she said, nope, the devil will be after you. He'll be after you. And you're going to have to fight for your marriage. And I said, why would I do that? And she said, because he's coming after you and and your husband-to-be. Mm. He doesn't want to have a marriage that work. He wants to destroy families. And I said, well, he's not going to destroy my family. And I was like 12 years old. Wow. And, you know, I, the beauty of it is seeing that the the fight uh, that, that you put up, that, that you never gave up on, has paid off. Mm -hmm. and, and a beautiful family that you get to enjoy but now in, you know, a lot of beautiful things that the rest of the world has gotten to enjoy by seeing your family. So we thank you for that. That's just an amazing, just an amazing life testimony you guys have. Well, I, I think God helped me have a forgiving spirit. It was hard to sure. forget harder than it was to forgive, but yeah. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I asked Phil, I said, could you have done that? What I did? He said, I don't know. <laughs> Being honest. Yeah. He said, I don't know, Kay. Yeah. No, there's, I love the honesty. And again, that, I think that's really what's given you guys a lot of traction. I do have one last question, if I could ask you this. Okay. You know, um, at the Academy Awards, the best picture, the producers will come up and give a speech. Have you written a speech yet? No. <laughs> I would never write a speech, but Phil, he's, he's, you know, he went to college. He was in English, physical ed, and all that. Mm -hmm. He's a writer, not me. Okay. So, so I love uh, school, and I tried, but I wasn't the best student in the class. But I'm going <laughs> to tell you something. I was the nicest student in the class. <laughs> and I think my teachers saw that, and they thought, well, she has a little bit of trouble, but she is nice. And I did try to help. I tried to do everything I could do. I tried to get the work, but some of it just algebra and all that i just when they put the letters in that in the in the uh, numbers numbers i never got it <laughs> well i hope you see a lot of big numbers not 
just for you know finances, but for the success of the film because people are going to the theater. Uh, it's it's out right now. You can go see the blind uh, because and, and by the way, take somebody with you. It it will change right. people's lives. That's the whole reason for this. And I joke about the Academy Award, but let me tell you, there is a greater reward in heaven for for people like Miss Kay and for all of us when we put Christ at the center. And I mean, doesn't always mean life's going to be easy, but He will bless it. Miss Kay, thank you so much. Appreciate you being with us. That's exactly right. Thank you. You were wonderful. All right. And thank you for hanging out today. Hit the share button. If you haven't liked, follow, or subscribe, please do that. And you get notifications of more good interviews like this one. And uh, the website is theblindmovie.com. Looks just like this. So call your friends. Get your groups together. Get out and check out this wonderful film. Again, appreciate you guys being here. We'll see you again next time on Life Today Live. They want to live the way they want to live and have the Holy Spirit as a bit of uh, something extra. The Holy Spirit must be Lord.